work of life is the work that we do inside ourselves. Responsibility we feel towards the world, like questioning, challenging, say something. Raw and vulnerable and open conversation. That was the best part. It's a rare podcast that we start recording that I'm already crying. <laughs> is that? Is that really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I usually will allow some emotion eventually, but I'm I'm like full on in it right now. Oh, and it feels exhilarating and scary, and I so want to capture this moment because I feel like Kyle, there's so much learning that's coming up. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for you. And I'm fucking terrified of what's happening inside me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can feel my heart is scared mm. and also accepting the two sides of the coin. It feels a little bit tight. and um, But I also feel like it's like a knowing, like just a knowing of our relationship is evolving. Yeah. And it has been. And I think that you and I are actually proactively addressing it and not letting ourselves be reactive to the changes. Since you're in a, a little bit more <laughs> stable position than I am right now, can you describe our last week? Mm. What happened? What are the conversations that we've been having? Yeah. Yeah, I'll let you, I'll let you start. Yeah. I mean, it's hard not to, it's hard to talk about the last week without talking about the last four years. True. And I'll, I'll maybe start there and yeah, like I want to, I want to let this, I want to release this, Mm. all of it in a way that's um, really special and, and Amory community is really special and this Mm. podcast is really special and this practice that you and I have is really special and everything from the moment I met you in the park was really special (laughs) and like it was a fucking shooting star <laughs> that was in the darkest of times for me like it went through my darkest parts that's what you've always represented is like shining the light on the light of me the stuff that I have that I couldn't see the stuff that I have that I didn't accept or love you've always just shown that light on me and I'm forever, forever grateful for that. I have no regrets of anything that we've done. But it's been a fucking wild ride. It has. <laughs> and all the documentation, the podcast we've recorded, journaling, it doesn't do it justice. It's like taking a picture of some magical sunset. And the picture is wonderful, but being there mm-hmm. and seeing it is, is so much more. And there's just been so much more that's happened in four years. And I think for me, this last week is just was like a transition point of us recognizing like that our relationship has been incredible in so many ways. And there's the other side of the coin, (laughs) which is it's been really hard. Yeah. And things have been hard for me, which is as my heart is healed, as my heart has opened up with your 100% 100% catalytic <laughs> support. Um, I've found myself having more needs, having more wants and desires, and even like falling in love again and, and going through that process. And 
yeah, becoming someone that that wants more love mm-hmm. and wants a really deep partnership that I could create a life and a family potentially with. And and I've talked about that a little bit, but I haven't talked about it on a deeper level. And I think, and I haven't really owned it on a deeper level mm. of like, how do I really create the energy, the energetic space for that? And I think like we've adjusted our schedules and I live in a different town nearby you and I'm starting to make different friends. And, you know, I think there's been sadness in that of like knowing that our trees are growing, our roots are growing in different directions. Um, but there's also like a recognition of mm-hmm. like, this is, this is my direction. This is where I'm going. Um, and, and there's so much possibility. Like there's so much excitement for what, what can I create mm-hmm. and what do I really deeply want? And, you know, I think some of the things that, I just want to acknowledge myself for is like I have always done my best to support you and Marty you have and I've never wanted to come between you you both like I've never wanted to be the I've never wanted to come into your into an open marriage and and that ruin and there were so many times that that you and Marty were so close you were like dangling over the edge mm-hmm. And that was really hard to watch because that was my biggest fear. Mm -hmm. And of course, like, I just don't want that. I never wanted that for both of you. I love both of you and I love your kids. And I've always tried to put you all first. And that in itself, I don't think is is really healthy or aligned. Mm. It's probably some form of codependency (laughs) of, of really trying to be attuned and accommodating of other people and I think that's also brought up resentment and anger Mm -hmm. and I think that's what came up in this last week is you know we had we had the holidays apart and there were there were lonely times for me um you know this just this last month um or whatever it was seven weeks and then I just found myself kind of at this point where I was like I can't it can't keep going in this direction. I can't I can't keep being so so flexible with how I accommodate for your and Marty's relationship, for your and Marty's schedule, for your and Marty's life. Like I need to continue to create the life that mm-hmm. I'm doing. And there was kind of this recognition of like the old the old world and the new and they mm-hmm. can't they can't go together. I have to let go of the old. Mm-hmm. And it is this beautiful paradox. It is. And I want to honor the old. I want to honor the last four years. And I want to say I don't know what the next four years or 40 years looks like with me and you or for my mm-hmm. life in general. Like, I, if we're truly being honest, we don't know. No. So, like, I've, I haven't wanted to, like, say we're going to break up. Like, I, that just hasn't felt right. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, opening ourselves up to change and a transition... Yeah. Um, which I think has already been happening. It's mm-hmm. just like acknowledging that there's change and there's different needs and wants that we have and you and I connect differently and have just different ways that we express love and you're exploring some things that I've explored and I'm obviously, you're, you laugh because like if I ever have kids, you're going to be like, oh, you're going to call me up and be like, what? why did I do this <laughs> at certain times, right? And, and yeah, like I know, I, I know, 
and I want that. I want, like, I want the adventure. The other side I don't of the coin. The, <laughs> yeah, I don't want. I don't want the outcome. I want mm. the adventure. I want. Mm-hmm. I want the experience. Yeah. Or or the possibility to do it and. Yeah, like maybe that maybe that isn't what comes for me. You know, I think like. At the at the like, lowest, at the core of me, it's like I'm opening up to, whatever is my path, and, maybe it's another like relationship. Maybe it's, something else. You know, and, and maybe our relationship doesn't change a ton, or maybe I travel more and we have gaps of time apart and we work through that. And I I think like for the first time we proactively talked about like what would change look like for us and yeah. you know, it was really emotional and I think we were both triggered and yeah. I was I was angry and getting mad at you about little things, which was just a reflection of like yeah, I'm sad and and I was sad and I'm I am grieving mm-hmm. and and I'm also like, you know, spare the tissues because I don't know what I'm grieving. I don't know what the change is. I just want to look at the past with love and gratitude and appreciation and I want to let it go and yeah. and let go and open up to what the future is and what how our relationship evolves with with our life, with what feels aligned for you, for me, and to be really fucking honest with each other. And I feel like, (laughs) ironically, I feel like you've just been so, so honest with me like the last few days. And I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Like I do feel closer to you than I ever have. And I feel, I also feel like safer in myself. Like I'm releasing you. I don't, I'm not getting my safety, which I, I think I realized this this week is like, I've gotten safety in our trauma bond that, that I think we had in the beginning, which was like, I needed you. Like I'm going to step yeah. in and I feel like Pass I can mic. now, I can now speak. <laughs> Good. <sighs> that being said, let's breathe. Um, yeah, I think this week things just kind of came to a head. I think a lot of the unmet needs that you've been experiencing in our relationship over the past weeks, months, years, honestly, kind of came to a head and I feel like you started to push me away in mm-hmm. in that with that anger and what I did. Which is my coping was, mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. you're familiar I do, with. And I do the same, honestly, but I showed up here and we had a really honest conversation and I let you share what was going on and I heard your anger. I held your anger without without using it to beat myself up and just with love and and what I desc- how I describe what's happening now is we're feeling the tremors of our relationship shift. It's like it hasn't totally changed yet. You and I both don't have anyone else in, you know, as other partners, um but we're feeling the tremors of it. And I think and I think it's so valid to talk about because I think it's possible to allow whatever it is that's coming to to transition with grace and by grace I mean being able to grieve what we're what we're losing and being able to celebrate what we've had and then to not control <laughs> where however it is that it changes and I think that that was the commitment that you and I made to each other this week thanks to the argument that <laughs> that we got into and that and it opened up this new level for us and I'm really grateful and it's fucking scary for sure. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't know what a life without you looks like. It's really hard to even imagine that, you know, I, I hold a space for, um, seeing in your life in 
in whatever format. And at the same time, I know this beautiful fucking paradox of love is that I love you so much and I want you to have the best life you can possibly have. And if that means that it's not with me because you've outgrown, really you've outgrown me, I think, in, in, in certain ways. You know, I think about when we first met and spending three hours a week together was like intense and a lot for you. <laughs> and I, I don't think you were able to if I say it really honestly, I don't think you were able to love at the level that you're now able to love. And I was it just, so shut off. I yeah. remember you said you loved me like, and really meant it <laughs> like months before I really could get past the fear yeah. um, and, the, and the, the trauma that I had yeah. from my past. And the beautiful irony of all of this is that now you're capable of so much love that what I have to give for you with my time and energy it doesn't meet the need of what you what you want, I think, and what you uh, find yourself worthy of, which is yeah. a deeper, yeah. I mean, you can speak to that part. Well, I think the biggest challenge for me, like, you know, in my mind is, is I look around even the polyamory community, the open relationship community, and I don't see any mirror of me. Like, I don't mm. see any other example of me, of someone that came into an open marriage uh, and dated someone that they would, they could not potentially have kids with, that they could not potentially create a life with in that way. You know, I see a lot of like openly married couples connect with another mm -hmm. openly married, you know, individual or couple. Um, I just, I see all different things, but I never, I have not seen like a Kyle version out in the polyamorous world that had a, a, a connection to an openly married woman. And then he, by still being openly in an open relationship found someone else to then create a life with and I, I just a life meaning like a family and yeah. partner and kept the other relationship right yeah and I mean I, hey if you're out there please give us the feedback <laughs> that we would love your story <laughs> no I right, think it would right. be nice to have and I think that, that right. was part of our conversation was it doesn't feel possible you know yeah. and I think that because you don't have an example of it it feels impossible and therefore then you start projecting well how can I have this relationship with Megan and still have these other needs met. And, and I love, I love the impossible. Mm -hmm. like I, I really do. <laughs> like there's, there's an egotistical part of me that loves the impossible. And there's like a, a real knowing of like, I love creating things that people don't believe in, that they don't believe is possible. Mm. I've done it over and over yeah. in my life. And, and I've, I've transformed myself over and over and yeah. people continue to every time be like, oh, how did you do that? Like there's a, there's a, a, a hallway in my house that's like the hall of fame of pictures and like to look at my transformation over the years is like it's one of yeah like my brother-in-law said it's like one of the most magical transformations he's ever seen mm. just I'm a different person mm -hmm. I, I like have different light like a different life yeah. came into me and yeah I think like the yeah, the biggest, the, that's what I said about the fears, the things that I've, I've had. And I think what I told you, which was really like very intuitive, is like, I want to feel single. Yeah. Like, and it's so weird. It's a paradox in itself. It's like, I don't want to be single. I don't want to break uh -huh. up with you. I don't want to lose you, but I want to feel single. And part of me has to really own that. Yeah. And I had to release some guilt with you of like, I feel guilt that it, if I open up in the way I'm going to open up, I may meet someone and monogamy may be the thing that we that we find is best mm -hmm. and I really choose or there's a monogamous period of time or there's something else yeah. and it's like I I recognize 
the when you open up to possibility, you you are moving past what you had. It's and what you know, and And yeah, and I get it, and it's scary, and and I'm starting to feel that sense of like, what is feeling single? What is Mm -hmm. like? Because I walk around and I'm like, I have a partner, and I'm and I'm really happy with that, and I think I sometimes push down that because I don't have like a sense of urgency mm-hmm. and I don't have like a so sometimes the loneliness I think is is helpful sometimes the pain is helpful to feel because mm-hmm. like if I push that down then I don't I'm not honoring my needs and wants and those things are there and they've been there for years and, and I think they've gotten bigger and bigger and I don't want that to destroy our relationship no because that's how it's going to come out is right. if they're not voiced if you don't say it it comes out as in resent and anger and me blaming or yeah. you blaming me for your needs not being met and that's like I can't be in a relationship like that like that doesn't work for me so I think the crazy part about this week has been not only what we've been going through but also I feel like for me personally what I've been going through I befriended someone that came to visit for a week in in the condo building and Um, he's got a daughter who is seven years old. My friend, my kids became quickly friends with, so it was like, great. Okay. I got to know the dad a little bit who's going through a separation and it's, it is ugly (laughs) and painful. And I see the impact of, of that. And it's so, it's so crazy that that unfortunately is the norm versus you and I going through, I think, this really conscious grieving, you know, of, of the relationship. It, it's like a grieving of, of, of losing our relationship as we've known it, and then also opening up to this beautiful possibility of what may be and honoring our relationship and our growth. Mm-hmm. Um, and to see back to back those two different worlds collide. The paradox of The of paradox, love. this <laughs> paradox of love, right? You know that. <laughs> It really is. It's just like we have these beautiful... Rela- what happens if you don't hold the paradox, right? If you don't hold the paradox, you get you fucking explode. And, and then that has shrapnel that goes not only into you, it goes into other people. It can go into kids. I was reliving my parents getting divorced while I was watching this, this guy like go through this incredibly hard negotiation with his soon-to-be ex and just like oh shit it breaks my heart and honestly that's I am so passionate about the work of Amory and about the work of loving differently I'm just it I'm like invigorated again with um what's possible and I look at us like there could have been a moment where you pushed me away and I said fuck you you don't want me to come over so whatever I'm done and like we could have already started (laughs) Marty always said like the biggest threat for us was we both push each other away and nobody comes back yeah and that almost you know we've had a handful of situations or occurrences in the last couple years Mm -hmm. where that has been a possibility but Mm -hmm. at some point either you or I go fuck it I'm gonna step into it and I'm just gonna be in my heart and I'm going to sit with this possibility of losing you and still love you at the same time. I needed you to do that this week. Like yeah. I needed you to... It was something where I was like, I need her to step in. Mm-hmm. I've stepped in so many times. Yeah. And yeah, you did. You didn't want... I don't think you wanted me to be here. And I was like, I'm going to show up and I'm going to listen to everything that you have to say. And... I need I wanted to you honor to choose and to respect here. our relationship, you know? Yeah, I wanted you to choose to be here. Like, yeah. I wanted you to, yeah, I wanted you to, to, like, take the steps that I've taken, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, I really needed that. Yeah. And I, I did. Yeah, I agree. 
I agree. And it's like this beautiful love and this beautiful pain at the same time. And that is the paradox of love, right? It's like sometimes we think we just want to, we just want to have the love part without realizing that when we love, it also hurts too. It hurts when things change or if we're scared about the change. It hurts when we open ourselves to loving someone else and then they leave, you know? It hurts when we have those moments. Like love wouldn't exist without pain, pain, right? Exactly. But can we have a different relationship to that pain? That's the question. I think we're not very good at grieving. Our society doesn't grieve. Instead of grieving, we get really fucking angry and we push people away. Right. Instead it's of protective. feeling the pain of grieving. And mm-hmm. I think if if anything, I'm getting better at grieving. I had this, uh, like, don't know how much I want to share on this podcast. Um, yeah, I'll just leave it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fighting myself right now. <laughs> Whatever feels good for you. Yeah. Yeah, I... What else do we have? (laughs) (laughs) I think... Oh, fuck it. Well, fuck it. Whatever. I will share it. (laughs) Fuck. I'm... Right before... Right before we got on this... Or started recording, I was telling you how embarrassed I feel. How... Yeah, embarrassed. And I, like, just want to be in denial. Like, I really do. Just want to stay in denial. Your heart is opening. To yeah, like my heart. <laughs> okay, for this, for this parent going through the separation, it just my heart opened for him, and I. Uh, I don't know. It's like all of me is like Megan. This is really stupid. Like so, you're not gonna fix him. There's no need. You know. There's there's nothing. <laughs> like don't. <laughs> it's just like screaming. Don't. But then there, there was this beautiful moment of seeing, like seeing someone, seeing him in his vulnerability, in the pain of going through this process that I felt, I felt my heart open. I felt a moment of love, of just giving him a hug and seeing him cry. And I'm really trying hard to separate out that moment of, is this just a moment of seeing another human being be human? And how fucking beautiful that is. And it's rare when you meet someone and that you get a window into their life. And I think if this had been a female, it would be way easier to be like, to cry, to have that moment together, to be like, hey, thank you for letting me in. I love you. You're doing amazing. Like I, it's like, I let myself share those moments more with females, Mm -hmm. but I'm confused. (laughs) I'm totally, I'm confused because I did find him attractive. And I'm having a really hard time separating that out. Like, okay, is this just a human being that I shared a human experience with? And felt and felt love in that moment of like, oh my God, I see you. I see you going through pain and you're going to get through this and it's fine. Um, is it just that? Or, or is it an opening for something else? And I don't know. And uh, ironically, I was sending a message that I deleted. <laughs> but it was something about like, don't don't listen to your mind too much right now because the mind can only will only take you to where you've been and if you're going into a new part of your life it's your heart like your heart's going to lead you there and follow your heart and i think ironically that's the message for me which is like megan okay your mind is going to be all crazy your mind's going to tell you no your mind's going to tell you all the shit that it tells you but like can you follow your heart 
and just trust your heart. And whether or not it's just a sharing a loving moment with another human being and letting it be that, or if there's a possibility of something else unfolding, which in my mind, my mind's like, no, 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 it doesn't make any sense. It just, there's no, it, that does not make any sense at all. Mm-hmm. Just being like, oh, okay, I'm gonna, can I live with that? Can I live with an open heart? Can I have loving moments and then grieve for the passing of that moment and that person not living, you know, in the same country or <laughs> you yeah. felt that five million times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, I've I've fallen in love a lot over the last four years, and I've opened my heart a lot, and then I've closed my heart, and mm. I felt pain, and I felt like I'm not worthy, or that no one's gonna jump into this crazy life with me, or no one's gonna accept me for who I am, and I think it's taught me so much. Like I'm so grateful, you know, and I I I I fell in love with someone last summer. And I, I was just messaging her the other day, and I, I was just like, I'm so grateful for you. Mm. Like, I learned so much mm-hmm. from, from our relationship. I learned about so much about what I wanted. And, like, while nobody wants to be learned on or learned, like, <laughs> we're, we're all doing it. We're all learning we it through each other. And she learned things through me. And, and then she found someone um, after me. And, and mm. I was really happy for her. Like, that's a pretty fucking crazy and beautiful life that... Mm-hmm we're not following the rules. We're not doing love the way that we saw it in Disney movies mm-hmm. and like books and movies and poetry. It's, this is something I think much deeper and, and real. I mean, love is, it's not so finite. It's not so, it's an energy that is like infinite and you can't <laughs> control it and put it into a bottle or right. a box. And it's, it's not reserved for a certain relationship. Like, well, I fell in love. So now we got to live together, get married, do all that stuff. It's like, yeah. I know, I know in my little brain that it can be, it can be all of these beautiful moments and we don't need to grasp or control or say, I, because I had this loving moment that I have to hold on to this person or, you know, it has to look or, or feel a certain way forever. And I you say, know, and I love you. Even, yeah. Like uh, I say, I love you to so many people now. Like if yeah. there's one massive change that I could quantify really easily in the last four years after mm. knowing you is that I love more people. Oh. Like I, I say I love you to more people. I really feel it. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to say I love you to men, women. Like that's why it's like I love men. I love women. Like I love people, and it <laughs> makes me so yeah, happy. It's not. Um, it's not something to be afraid of. It's not something. To, but, but that's who I was before. I was yeah. afraid to say it. Afraid to say it to a, a friend that was a female. Yeah. That, that she might get the wrong idea or. A male that you yeah. know, is my guy friend. It's like that might weird him out or scare him away or whatever. <laughs> like it's like I love people. You and, do. And Your I, heart is so beautiful. I mean, so big. And I think it's it's it is the impossible that you made possible. I think it's what's possible for everyone. It. I'm being it. I'm living. I'm creating the world that I want. And <sighs> you know, I, I I want that for everybody. I say mm. it all the time. It's it's about me and it's about it's not about me. It's yeah. it's the world that I want for everybody in whatever flavor or or style that that works for them. And I think the the main takeaway is not about polyamory or monogamy. No. It means jack shit to me, <laughs> and it always has. I think like I've always known that doesn't matter. It's 
it's like finding the nuance of, mm-hmm. of love and relationships and the different forms that it takes and the different chapters of your life and the different people that bring you gifts and mm-hmm. you bring them gifts and being open for that. Like our world would be such a different place if we could just be open to that and letting go of the fears and the guilt and all the other stuff that blocks us. Oh, speak to that, Kyle Henry. <laughs> I think I just dropped I the love mic, that. So you know. did. <laughs> no, but we talked a lot about guilt too over the last week. Uh-huh. You know, when guilt comes up, why? What's there? Fear and guilt, fear Being and guilt, Irish fear Catholic. and guilt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's I think for me what I told you and then I had to eat my words later was like when when I feel guilty or I recommended to you, I'm like, Kyle, you feel so much guilt around me mm-hmm. sometimes. Can you just be grateful? Can you flip that in the moment and just be like, oh, I'm guilty of this. No, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for this experience. I'm, I'm worthy of this. I'm just so full of gratitude. Yeah. And for me, I have to keep using that on myself too. <laughs> it's like guilty. No, no, grateful. I'm grateful. <laughs> Yeah, and I think I think guilt has been an excuse for me not to put myself out there. You know, guilt is really easy to say, well, like, you know, I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't bring someone into my world or like mm. I shouldn't cause any any strife for like I shouldn't yeah, like I, I shouldn't challenge Megan or, or cause any pain to Megan. Like those those feel like more excuses than mm. than realities yeah you said to me the other day I don't want to hurt you and um, I I can understand that I can understand the intention of that space but I I am okay and I am responsible for me and yes I may experience hurt or pain and I'll still be okay and I'll still love you and I'll still love me yeah you know I think we do so much making the other person the excuse of well I don't want to hurt this person so I'll just keep suffering and then it turns into this horrific relationship. Yeah, and I think on the other side of that coin, like I've felt, I felt you getting a lot stronger, and that's probably been over the last year of self love. And totally, I've felt less safe in kind of the the trauma bond of you needing me that we've had for the majority of our relationship. It's how we started. It's, it's how we started, and like, you know, the the chaotic times of you and Marty have always made me it's it's been a pattern that I've gotten so used to that I know that you need me mm-hmm. like you need me when those when the waves come and you've always and then I think yes you as Marty has healed as you have healed as you both have grown so much stronger that mm-hmm. has changed in such a really good way mm-hmm. and it's made me feel like if I'm super honest and I was with you this week like that's made me feel less safe in in our relationship because it's like that that almost felt like the the definition or what what was a big part of our relationship and i know it's not everything of course but i had i i just admitted to you that i got a lot of safety and security out of that and and yeah like i see you noticing these patterns of like i can form a trauma bond really quickly with this person <laughs> in this moment and i see that too in, in myself yeah you know, i i i support people and and women that I'm attracted to and I have connections with and it's like how do I yeah how do I hold this space and and not take my old programming of like mm-hmm. well now this has to be something yeah no I need to <laughs> yeah like for me I was saying I think I'm attracted to lost puppy dogs <laughs> and I have to watch out for that but I but I don't I think I'm less I'm 
it's less of a draw for me than it was before. Um, I think, I don't know, (laughs) but I feel like because I'm healthier and I'm not like, I don't need that validation that I'm going to fix someone or change someone. Just think of it as a pattern and you're aware of this pattern now and you're, and you're like, (laughs) the pattern is changing because you're becoming aware of it and and you're seeing the, the denial and the avoidance and those are all part of the same pattern for Mm -hmm. you. And yeah, it's just like, you're now just being like, what can just feeling love and and connecting through love with this person be like and Mm -hmm. doesn't have to necessarily you know be defined or be something specific yeah or or even turn into anything yeah yeah or it could it's just I mean it's just like for you I saw you go through open your heart so many times and then I saw it I saw you have to go through the the pain of that too over the last four years and I think I I mean, and if I'm totally honest, I haven't. I haven't Mm -hmm. opened up my heart to anyone else. I just haven't. And I've gotten a lot of safety out of that, too. And I think that was the other recognition of I've gotten safety out of you not dating other other guys or people. Um, And and I've gotten a lot of, like, my identity is, like, I'm that special person Mm -hmm. for you. And I think... I'm just becoming aware of all these things. and And I'm letting them go because that's been part of why I'm energetically holding on to, I don't want this to change, I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. And I think it's becoming aware of all these pieces of like, what has our relationship been and how can we let go of some of those things and it may even be healthier. And, totally. And, it, and it's gonna change and that's, that's okay. Yeah. I mean, I feel the most clear I've ever been with you. I think we did yeah. this beautiful release of of really the old relationship and we've done it multiple times you know this isn't the first time that we've gone through this shift or this change but I think this one feels like the biggest you know it feels like I celebrate and honor everything that we've gone through I mean fuck I just the one part I don't think we've shared that much about is this really the sacrifices that you've made um, to be in this relationship and I know you've made them lovingly but I, I see that. I honor it. I open up the floor for you to voice or share or bring, you know, bring into, bring into the light the, the things that you've gone through to be in a relationship with me for this long like this. <laughs> I only, it was just a little, you know, I only did a little thing which was changed my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the two sides of the coin is I needed that. Uh-huh. I wanted that. You were a catalyst for me. And... It was really scary and really hard and it and it's challenged all of my other relationships of course and it's challenged my whole other world and that's less about you as it was I was changing Mm -hmm. you know as a part of being in a relationship with you Mm -hmm. whether it was being polyamorous or traveling the world or challenging everything else in my life and challenging systems and you know being more authentically me I think all of these things happened and yeah I I think I just I really surrendered like my old world completely and and a lot of it was to try to keep up with you (laughs) try to try to be with you physically and yeah like it I mean it it challenged my my relationships with my family it it challenged like I made decisions that that sacrificed other things in my life Mm -hmm. um and and some of the things you know, I've repaired, mm-hmm. and, and some things I haven't, and, you know, and I've, 
but I think those are that's life that's like that's life and I'm as I said I, I'm, I'm really proud of myself of go, like everything that I've done I'm proud of all the things that I've gone through I'm proud of the decisions I make I, I don't regret anything mm. like that's a really good place to be it really and, is and I've grown tremendously and yeah I'm really grateful to you to picking me out of the you know hundreds of guys that could have been picked uh, four years ago oh it was just you it was you <laughs> Yeah. It was. And I honor everything that I've learned through you in this. I feel like you you gave me a chance to come into my emotional body. I mean, and I and my physical body. I rediscovered my my physical body, my own my own sexual and sensual being outside of how I knew myself to be with Marty, which was never bad. That was always good, but I only had one like one sample set. <laughs> For 17 years of monogamous relationship, I only had one one way of seeing myself and the way that our relationship has given me another way to see myself and to explore my emotional body and to and to know myself that way and I, I from the beginning we called each other our we were each other's learning partners um and I feel I feel like that that is and will always be the case I mean I feel like there's a certain level of us how we are when we connect as we we just geek out on some stuff and we challenge each other and we we have all of these different points that we're connected and I don't I don't think that will ever go away you know the format and the structure may change and will change I'm sure at some point which is how often do we see each other what are we physically doing or not doing um, during that time what's the frequency of interaction but I can't it's like the base level of the relationship that we've had I, I don't I don't know. That's just so there. It's, I'm so grateful for it. I'm, you know, I'm changed. And I, and I trust in, in what's coming next. Like I trust in, we will work through it. We will make time for each other. We'll give each other attention. And like, we will continue to do the things that we've done in, in an even more expanded way of spending time together having experiences together, creating together. Mm -hmm. Like those are all things that I think we've learned that are really the beautiful sacred parts of our relationship. Like I think it's I think it's wonderful to be conscious mm -hmm. of those things. Like every relationship is different and has different parts that are really special and sacred and and those things can change. Yeah. But I think some of those things are really deep and they're like, you know, <laughs> cosmic. Yeah. They're they're just that's what they're that's how we met. That's how that's what we what we formed, what we bonded over. Mm. So I am anticipating, I'm like feeling the listeners' questions. Are they breaking up or are they not breaking up? I don't understand. They're talking about... That sounds so getting, Yes, exactly, yeah. which is why I want to bring it up because yeah. I think what we're doing is a whole new model. I think what we're doing is the emotional recognition that our needs are shifting and that and that's okay. And right now we have no no need per se to not see each other but I think we're getting ahead of the conversation yeah. in that I don't want and you don't want resent to build up and we don't want to implode or this relationship because we're not yeah. meeting each other's needs and then one day you just say I'm fucking done I can't handle this and then it's like a limb that's being cut off I think what we're doing is getting ahead of saying look wow in four years we have changed our needs have changed we love each other and there's pieces that don't fit like they did. And what we're opening ourselves up to is the unknown. 
is the beautiful, scary, delicious, <laughs> unknown. And, and for me, this is a reminder for me, is to trust my heart, to trust the process, to not let my mind go, but I need to control and I need to, we're either together or not together. We're either do, spending this much time or not, or, you know, it's like, how do we, and for you too, open up that energetic space, that feeling energetically single and how, how to get there and not to blame me (laughs) for you not feeling energetically single. Because I told you when I came this week, I was like, look, I will, do you want to have, do you want to go a couple months without seeing each other so that you can feel single, be single? And you said to me, no, that doesn't feel, that also doesn't feel right. And then later, I think after we had time to reflect on the conversation, you sent me a text message, which was so perfect. Um, and now I'm forgetting exactly what you said. What did you say? <laughs> you said change always comes. I don't think we need to force the change. Right. Right. Change will find us. Change will find us. Well, Why I'm not we... going to choose. I'm not. <laughs> this is actually a quote that came to me during this recording. Is like, I, I'm not going to choose. I'm going to accept what comes. Mm. And I think it's becoming, it's just like opening the awareness to what is coming. What is happening? Where are we going? Like, is my, am I going to be traveling more for things that I'm passionate about and the things that I want to do in the world? As am I going to open myself up to other relationships that might take me down different pathways and into different chapters and experiences? Like, can I accept what's coming for me? What's aligned for me? Like, I think, like when you choose something you choose to end a relationship you choose to break something off and I told you I I said that doesn't feel even right like Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel right for one for me to to break up this relationship to make that decision it's like we both should both be choosing that Mm. if if that's what we where we are both at which we're essentially accepting where we've come to mm-hmm. right we're not so choice might not be as powerful as we think it's <laughs> uh, acceptance, it's acceptance. Of, of kind of if yeah. you're more spiritual and you're like feeling what's what's happening for you yeah. what's you know what's aligned for you what's yeah. coming for you and that's why i can't use my default tool of denial <laughs> yeah i deny <laughs> because if i deny then i can't accept what is <clears throat> both what is logistically and what is occurring for me in my heart you know all of that. And I see, I see and feel that struggle still right now in this moment. Like, fuck. <laughs> I don't want to accept. <laughs> yeah, and there's some things that are, are more challenging for mm-hmm. you and there are some things that are more challenging for me. And I think we both hold a beautiful space for each other mm-hmm. to, to work through that. And I don't try to fix you anymore and you don't try to fix me. It's, yeah. our relationship has grown a fucking oh my lot. God. <laughs> so much. Oh my God. Yeah. It really is incredible. This is an this is an unknown version of me. You know, four years ago, this version of me, this healthy version of me, wouldn't have been possible. And oh, and and for you too, and for Marty, I think what you said about <laughs> Marty and I are in the best relationship we've ever had right now. I think I see him as the healthiest. I honestly sometimes this week I'm like, who are you? Who is this man in front of me? And I, you know, that's. And that's another recording I'm sure Marty and I will do at some point, but it's, I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. And yeah, I, I don't, I don't need you in the same way that I needed you that first, like that first year. And it feels, and it feels great. And I want to celebrate that because I also think that there's this reinvention of how we interact. And if we've gotten through that part, it can be something else. Right. Mm -hmm. And whatever else comes. 
yeah yeah well i think being proactive and and talking about it is what we're gonna do and Mm -hmm. that feels good for me it feels scary to wait till it's happening and then try to work through it in in the in the moment yeah like we've had these conversations we've we've talked about scenarios and ways we will get through it and i feel safe with like this trust that we built with each other of like let's just work through it together whatever Mm -hmm. that means whatever that means it's what i wish for the world can you imagine you know can you imagine crazy divorces and all of the mean stuff just not not happening you know, can you imagine a world where it's just like, oh, okay, there's a shift coming right now. Can I take responsibility for that? And can we open up our hearts to the unknown? And can we be, can we feel safe in ourselves? And can we trust what's coming Oof. for relationships, for the world, for our systems that are crumbling, that we're striving to hold on to as society? You know, what if we were just like, wow, that system was really good. That served us and it's no longer fitting our needs. We have different needs. Can we let that system go? And can we trust that we will create a new system that that works better yeah i love you i love you too yeah this is this is a big one but Mm -hmm. yeah i appreciate everyone that's listened all the way through or joined recently and yeah i just appreciate um this whole this 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 process this relationship and um yeah, I, and our public processing of this relationship. <laughs> for some reason, it feels really uh, comfortable at this point. It does for me, which yeah. which has been a really beautiful gift that that I've gotten out of this mm-hmm. as well. And I know there's so many people around the world who are going through similar processes. So yeah, we're vessels for that. <sighs> okay, do you feel complete? Very. <laughs> mm. Okay, so do I. Thank you all. We Thank love you. For you. Love y'all. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Amory. Giving us your time and attention means so much to us, so we thank you. Um, If you did enjoy this episode, please consider sharing it. You can share it with people you know or give us a shout out on social media. We love that. Remember, we've got access to a full online course, Transforming Jealousy at Pay What You Want. And we always love people joining our Amory community as a patron. So if you've received value from this podcast or our podcast over the last two years, please consider joining us. Um, Your small donations to Amory go a long way in making us capable of continuing to produce these episodes and sharing our learnings, um, which we love to do, as you know. So thank you. Thank you for joining us. We love you and we hope you enjoy the rest of your day.